Alright guys, what's going on? Welcome, welcome. Uh, happy Tuesday, a, um, March 13th, 2018. What's going on? Hope everybody's good. Thank you for listening live uh, to the Taz Show right now. You're doing that on Radio.com or maybe TazShow.com. Maybe you're on the Radio.com app. Maybe you're checking out the podcast version of the show, the On Demand, as we call it. Yes, On Demand. Maybe you're doing that on uh, Radio.com or TazShow.com or iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn. And a bunch of other spots. There's so many podcast apps now. I think that this show's on most of them. I would assume that. Anyway, we are not on Facebook Live right now. We are not. No! Um, so I just want people to know that. So that's the deal. Uh, working out some kinks with that. We'll be back eventually. Maybe. Maybe not. I mean, so it's just, we don't know. Yeah, so that's how it goes. But enough of that. going to talk a little bit um, about a couple of things on Raw. And also going to uh, talk a little bit. Uh, one thing on Fastlane I want to talk about. It's kind of old news already. Uh, and also, uh, Mike Johnson will be on uh, with the PW Insider Report, I believe. Mike Johnson will be on with the PW Insider Report today. So, look forward to talking to Mike. Catch up, Mike. See if he has any news or anything going on. And uh, That's kind of a big uh, pop for Mike. It's not really that important. Stop it. Okay. So, uh, there you go. Uh, anyway, I, uh, that's the deal. So, if Mike's listening, shake his head and no, like, Taz, you suck. Yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, and also we'll talk about the Hall of Fame, the newest member going to the Hall of Fame, Celebrity Wing Jones. We'll talk about that. So, Fastlane, uh, Bludgeon Brothers, uh, they came out, right, and they, they beat everybody up, right? You guys saw this. Uh, Seth, you saw it, right? I sure did. And um, I saw it also. And um, <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. I got a little... Tick in my throat. So what happens is, um, what happens is, this the, the bottom line I want to talk about is the bump because Xavier Woods got power bombed. It seemed hard, very hard on the steps. Um, the two big men separated the steel steps. Now I'm going to let you know, right? Those steel steps are as heavy as they look. That's not a lie. Okay, there's no gimmick steps. There's no you know lightweight steps that I've ever seen ever in WWE and all the time I worked there. So. Those steps are very heavy. Uh, it, it, they're not that hard to separate. That part's kind of you got. You got to be strong. I mean, they're, they're heavy, big, heavy steps. So, and if you think they're not, think about the size of the men that are walking up and down these steps to get out of the ring. So they want to give you big steps. So this, so so you know, it looks strong. It's powerful. It's thick. It's real heavy. And you hear the way it hits the ground. It's heavy. So, also before this bump happened to Xavier. Um, we saw several of the guys get bumped hard. Uh, um, one of the Usos, uh, we saw Xavier get suplexed, vertical suplex delayed onto the ground. One of the Usos get bumped hard onto the ground from the Bludgeon Brothers. They really put a lot of heat and steam on the Bludgeon Brothers, which I thought was good. And I thought those two cats did a great job. Those two big men did a good job. I did did think that for sure. Um, the thing is, like, that bump by Xavier was ugly. And... I you know I I didn't see reports. You said something. We said the off air. He, he apparently he is hurt. And WWE put that out. <clears throat> uh, okay. Thoracic spine injuries. I, so I, I'm just oh, not sure uh, if it's yeah, 
I'm not sure if it's if it's, but I, either way, it, it couldn't have felt good. No, and it looked dangerous. And here's why it looked dangerous. It wasn't just the flat back bump that happened to him on the, you know, on the uh, what do you call it, uh, on the steel. It was his head. Look, if you look at the, sh- the way they shot it, you could see the top of his head. They shot it initially from the top of his head, ah, and it was like his head was hanging down a little bit, which is like you get concussed or you could break your neck. A little whiplash, right? Yeah, like absolutely. Whiplash. It did not look well, and it did not look good, and it was nasty. And I would suggest to WWE, and especially the guys in the match, I understand what they're trying to do. Don't. You don't have to. They, those guys got more than enough heat all around that ring. They did more than enough, in my opinion, to, to establish that they're killers and that they're taking out every team, they're doing everything they did there, and that they, they set the precedent. I understand the fact of what I call, and you'll hear other people say on TV, especially in WWE, where they hack me, where I use the word exclamation point. Now, I didn't invent the word exclamation point, but in the wrestling business, I kind of did. And mm-hmm. uh, and I did. And, and uh, so that was the exclamation point on the end of all the heat that the bludgeons got on everybody. Okay. I, I'm all for an exclamation point with physicality for heels getting heat. I'm all for it. And that was a heavy-duty, bold exclamation point. But at, at what risk, at what level, at what point, um, it was just ugly and bad and dangerous and scary and all these things. And, you know, I'm assuming Xavier's doing okay and he's good. But that was nasty. It was bad. Um Good luck in my prime trying to get me to take that bump. Uh, probably not going to happen. Um, I'm probably going to tell you, no, you can go take a poop in the lake. Uh, I am not doing it. Uh, no, thank you. Not today. Uh, so uh, we could do something else, like a snapmare, and you get like a rear chin lock on me. I'm in. Uh, so let's do that. So, But I've taken my share of bumps and laid down for guys doing different flips and dives on me. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, for, all for the betterment of the match, and I get it. Um I just don't think these guys need it. Now, they did it from out of a good place in their hearts to be great performers and steal the show and get uh, people talking about it like me. And I am talking about it. But just be careful to those younger wrestlers, man. Just I don't know if you needed that, you know. Uh, also, I just don't – listen, without pulling back the curtain too much, there's really not a lot of ways when you're going to bump a guy on the steel steps – on his back to his back for, with some velocity. There's really not a lot of ways to do this without it being dangerous or looking dangerous, which is supposed to look, but it, without it being really dangerous and without it really hurting a whole bunch. There's really not a lot of ways to do it. So I get that, and that's why maybe don't use the steps. I mean, we've seen the steps be used a zillion times. Um, maybe do something that's safer and looks just as impactful, which there's plenty of things you can do. Um, you know, I I mean, if they need an exclamation point, one could hold the other one. One could hold Xavier. The other guy just runs down the hill, stick, uh, down the ramp, I should say, and just comes up with a and, – and uh, okay, so uh, um, Harper whips in uh, off of the apron, like fr- on the outside of the ring, in front of the apron, in front of the ramp. Um, one of the guys, uh, a big cat with the red hair, what's his name? Rowan. Rowan goes up the ramp, runs down. As he runs down – as Xavier's selling, you know, he gets him up, Hopper does, and shoots him into a freight train coming down that ramp of Rowan, and Rowan <laughs> comes in with a big clothesline or, or a big boot. 
boom, and that's the end of it. I mean, that that that's your exclamation point. You don't. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. No, I mean, I, I agree with you. It, it was painful to watch, but also, it's a steel steps, right? So I guess my problem is with it. Did you have to? You said velocity before. Did you have to put a little extra? Isn't the steel steps enough? You had to, those guys put a little force down. You know, they're big, strong guys to push him down, as well as just dropping him on the stairs. You know, I would have been fine with you know, just well, dropping him on the stairs. This is where. This is, and I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to just, again, I don't want to pull back the curtain too much. This is where people that never been in the ring that wrestle and then go and do a podcast or do a show or a YouTube show, and they think they know what they're seeing. They could do a ton of shows, and they talk about wrestling. I've been a fan since I'm five. Okay, all that stuff. That, that's great. No one cares. Okay, you could do all <laughs> of that. That's awesome. But at the end of the day, if you haven't been in it, you really don't know what it feels like and what's happening and how that stuff's done. So I have no, I can't get into details with you on what you're saying. All I can tell you is what the what the Bludgeon Brothers did, they did nothing wrong. They did what they were supposed to do. And what you think you saw, you didn't see. Okay. To answer the question or quasi-question you asked me. Yeah, I want your opinion. Yeah. I know course. you want my opinion, but there's certain things I can and cannot say. And okay. it, just because I have too much integrity for the business. So I'm just letting you know, with that, without getting too much detail, just figure out what I'm trying to tell you. Pay attention. What you just had a problem with, it wasn't exactly what you thought it was. I'm just saying the logistics of that bump is they shouldn't have done it on the on the steel steps. But what the two big guys, Rowan and Harper, did, they were fine. They didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion. I didn't take the bump, but from what I could see, they did nothing wrong. You know, I don't, you know, that's that's what I'm saying. That That bump was set to go that way. Xavier knew it was going to go that way, and that's what they did. Um, I just say, go a different route here. Go a different route. It's just, you know, especially they had a lot of heat throughout that thing, beating everybody up. They didn't. It was almost like overkill. It got to the point like, okay, I got it. These guys are big. They're mean. They're nasty. Then they got the sledgehammers. Then they dropped the sledgehammers, and we're not enough. Exclamation point. Here we go, Xavier. We're going to kill you on the steps. How much heat do they need? I mean, it's. A, I think we're good. You know, so <laughs> that's all I'm saying. I just, I felt like it was a little overkill <clears throat> and do a dangerous spot to, to, to begin with. And I, and I respect what all three of those guys do. I mean, I, I know Xavier. I, I worked with him in TNA when he was uh, Consequences Creed. And uh, I thought he was underutilized there. He's a great talent. And he's obviously made a ton of money, become a huge star uh, with the, uh, what the, with the new, day. New, new Day guys. So, you know, he's done great and I'm happy for him. He deserves it. He spent a lot of time. And uh, NXT or Florida Championships, whatever it was, when he came from TNA, went there, you know, no one even knew who the hell he was. And he was down there for a couple of years, you know. So he paid some dues down there, you know. Uh, I don't know, was it, it wasn't NXT then, right? Was it the beginning NXT? I'm not really sure. FCW, right? Maybe it was FCW, yeah. I, I get confused. There's so many, they've been through so many transformations. And, and then they were in Ohio with the other thing. And then they were, you know what I mean? Like the Ohio Rally Valley Wrestling. I, I don't want to get off the course here, but. It got to a point where it was like, all right, enough. I got it. It's it's farm system. I understand. I, I get it. I'm not stupid. I got it. Got it. I, I understand. Before but, before we move on, one question to you about the Bludgeon Brothers. Are those Corey calls them mallets. Are those mallets? I thought mallets are small. I mean No, they are mallets, sir. They yeah? see though they're they're there's different types of sledgehammers. I would call them sledgehammers, but they can't call them sledgehammers. You know why? Yes. Because of Triple H, yes. that's why. So that's why they can't call them sledgehammers because that would upset Triple H. So uh, <laughs> that's the truth, and and so they call them mallets. 
Um, you could call them hammers. Hammer! <laughs> Hammer! Hammer! You call them hammers. You could do that. You definitely could do that. I'm going to kick your ass! Or you could call them, you can't call them spiky malls. You know what that is? No. Of course you don't. Uh, a spiky mall is something that a railroad worker uses. He bangs down the railroad spikes. It's like a skinnier sledgehammer. One side's a little fatter than the other. And you hit a spike with it. It's like a sledgehammer, but different. So one sledgehammer is the same circumference on each side, like a mallet, like a sledgehammer. Where a spiky maul is a little fatter on one end, and that's how you bang down railroad spikes. Spiky maul. Did you do that? Yes, I did, and I was actually pretty freaking good at it. Good workout, I bet. Of course it was. Yes. You know, of course it was. I had everything I've done. Training at all times. So you, you understand that. Yeah. Get back to um, work before I give you a beating. So anyways, uh, so that's the deal on that. So then we saw a little Raw last night. Uh, the first segment, that's something that you know, jumped out. You know, because Brock was not there, and then we went to Roman Reigns uh, coming out, shoot promo, ask Jones, and said he wanted to talk to Vince, and he blames Vince, and Brock's Vince's boy. Yada, yada. I'm like, all right, here we go. We're going to go again with Roman being a little shooty. Um, <laughs> shooty. Yeah, like so that. they're still trying to get him over as a... Um, as a... Uh, Anti-authority figure. I guess, uh, yeah. So yeah. they figured that the people... They are hell-bent with getting people to like him. He's over, and I've been saying that for a couple of years, but they are hell-bent on getting people to like him. Um, that's they, That's it. That's what they care about. They just want they are they are gonna force him to be a babyface and doing everything and it's just not working. Uh, to the fact, if I jump ahead, when Vince McMahon said that he's sus- temporarily suspended, the place popped like it was the greatest <laughs> thing they heard. I mean, come on, Vince. I mean, you know, wake up here, my man. I mean, they, they you know I know Vince is hell bent on this. It's just not gonna happen. He's over. Just just run with whatever, whatever he is. I mean, uh, they don't don't force him to be a babyface. It's not gonna happen. Um, you know, because he said things about Vince. Then, then they did something cool where he went in the gorilla position, which I thought was very well done to a degree. I, I did. I thought it was well done. Um, I said anything negative I didn't like about that. Well, I don't like just this is a whole side thing. I don't like the way the actual gorilla position looks because when I worked there, it didn't look like that. Okay, the gorilla position, as you guys know, named after the late great gorilla monsoon. Stop. As most of you people know, so uh, who was very close to Vince McMahon. So the gorilla position used to always be a little bit of a darker, dingier, smaller, makeshift like pup tent, you know, where Vince would sit, one of the agents, and the guy who's calling the, the, the timing for the lighting and the music and all this jazz, music and all this jazz. And it was like a holding area, you know, for you to go out to the ring. Now it's a holding area, but it's like a big, fancy, well-lit, high-def. It's like walls, like fabricated walls with logos on it. I'm not saying it's not cool looking, but it's it's a far cry from the, the, the <laughs> what I remember of the gorilla position, where it was just black curtains, and it was dark, and it was just like it had like Christmas lights for lights hanging up. I'm not kidding. It was, <laughs> but there was something cool about it. Now now it looks like Hollywood, the gorilla position. It's, Control it's, room. It's, yeah, it's a lot bigger and. It's more professional looking. I get it. I, I'm not saying they shouldn't do this. I'm just giving my opinion how it used to look when I was there. Um, so it's it has not always looked like that. It's very fancy, and it's also it was very rare that they would show you the gorilla position, and they gave you a real look of what it's like. You know, Vince sitting in that area there with someone next to him, and he's on headsets talking to the announcers and Kevin Dunn and and the director running the show. That's who runs the show that you see at home. The the executive producer. 
running the truck. The guy sitting next to the in the truck to the producer is the director, who's director directs the cameras. He calls the camera shots, and then the announcers who are obviously the last voice to you, the audience. So Vince McMahon, uh, for many years, has mastered. Well, <clears throat> these are the three elements, the three, the three, um, not not humans because it's two commentators. So <clears throat> these are the four people. <clears throat> let's well, I shouldn't say it's five people. It's a three-man team. These are the five people that I need to talk to to get everything out and get done the way I have to. The executive producer Kevin Dunn. The director, it's usually a guy named Curran Silfies, but they, they've changed that up sometimes. Curran goes for a little break sometimes. He's been there for ages. He's a great guy. And the three announcers, which the lead guy is Michael Cole, obviously. So, And Vince has make sure he has direct line of communication to them. So when you go on Gorilla and you see Vince with a headset on, that's who Vince is talking to. Uh, Shane McMahon sitting next to Vince, I just think they did that as a – to give you a real feel, that's not normally what happens. Shane, you know, I've been on many shows where Shane's there, and he's not sitting next to his dad. That that's kind of a little bit of a you know work. I mean, from a real business perspective, you're like, okay, maybe Shane's, maybe he's gonna take over, maybe he's gonna do something temporarily. But from a storyline perspective, this is the guy who runs SmackDown. I know. So from know. a storyline perspective, it kind of doesn't make sense. Yeah, I know. I think that if they they don't want to put Triple H there because one, he's doing the match with the tag match with his wife and with uh, Kurt and uh, Ronda, so you don't want to have him in that position. The real guy who sits next to Vince or girl is either Stephanie or Vince. That's who sits next to Vince. The so, Triple H, yeah. Oh, Triple H, I mean, I'm sorry. So, um, but I do, I understand what you're saying about the SmackDown thing. Even Kevin Owens tweeted something about it. You know, whatever, it's something, they were at a house show, wherever SmackDown was, he tweeted while the GM is sitting next to his daddy. You know, like, <laughs> it's funny. Um, Kevin Owens did tweet something like that. The thing is, though, like, uh, I think that they, I think it was good. They did put uh, Shane there. Because for more casual fans, they know who Shane is. They know it's Vince's son, and to them, to the casual fan, it looks like, oh, okay, wow, this is real because Shane is on SmackDown, and now he's sitting next to his dad, so they're really peeling back the curtain. That's why. And I liked, the, I liked how Roman addressed Shane, too. I thought it was... It was... Uh, I didn't. I thought I thought the, 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 the writing of how he addressed him was the right writing. I think Roman's delivery kind of stunk. I think that it, it, it shouldn't be like, hey, man, I'm not, I'm not here to talk to you. I'm here to talk to him. You know, I mean, if you want to get up in someone's face and you're really that pissed off at Vince McMahon and you're going to bow up to the owner of the company like that, who's very respected backstage, and he should be, Vince, and you're going to bow up and you see his son sitting there who, oh, he's a wrestler too, quasi, and he's an MMA guy, whatever he's doing, he's boxing, whatever he's doing, he's a big guy, Shane. So you got to get up in his, his grill. I'm like, yo, man, yo, what's up? You, you want me to get through you to get to your old man or you want to let your old man deal with me? What do you want to do? See, what I just said and did right there is better than what he did last night. I agree with you, but I also thought Shane's body language did not uh, was not trying to even get in between. He was trying to like look for space to step step aside. Which almost. Is, makes no sense because yeah. it's his father. I mean, so, but but uh, you're, you're right. <clears throat> I'm telling you that Roman's, I'm giving him a strong opinion, that Roman's delivery didn't feel real to me. That was the only thing about it that felt like a work. Vince, as usual, did a great job. Because he could be himself, and he's great at being himself, and it was it was awesome. That part was cool, you know. I like that part. Okay, um, I do think the interaction, and I'm nitpicking here, folks. So don't don't hold me to this. I'm just really nitpicking the Shane interaction with Roman. I think that it could have been a little better, more realistic. I like that real feel, and I didn't feel that 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 felt like a work to me. That part. 
Um, it was funny that you could see it was kind of congested in there. You saw a guy walk in front of the camera. I'll tell you who that was. It was a guy who like kind of got in the way. It was like a clunky thing as Vince said, okay, come on, let's go in my office. And it was a guy like that guy's Ed Kosky, one of the main writers for, for SmackDown. I don't know if he's writing Raw now, but Ed's been there a lot, a long time, and uh, he's a lifer, <laughs> but he's a great guy and one of the nicer guys there, a great writer and, and one of the nicest guys you ever met in your life. Uh, in your life. Uh, and Miss Ed, Ed was a good guy, Ed Kosky, that's who that was, kind of got in the way there a little bit, bigger guy, uh, good dude right there, so most people didn't know who that was, but I'm letting you know, so, uh, but you know what, I I, I don't I like the, the girl outside the office there, and then uh, Renee, and then what's his name, you know, Roman walks out pissed, Vince comes out, gives her a statement, and then suspends him. I think that was all good, and, and promised that Brock was going to be in the building next week. And right. like they said, does Brock your privileges? Yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's yeah. He was shooting Vince. You know, he was like, you know, he, he was. Uh, it was as honest as he could be. And even though it's his storyline, his company, I thought he did a great job. I mean, I, I, anytime, Vince, I think Vince, even at his older age, I think he's a tremendous performer. I, he's great because he's comfortable. He, 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 there's no pressure on him because he's him. And, and he could just be him. And I do think if a lot of the talent felt like that, you'd see better performances on the mic. Um, they're not allowed to be comfortable. Um, that's you got a gun to your head a lot of times. So, you know. Except for Cena, of course. Well, that's different because yeah. he can do whatever he wants. So, um, uh, but anyway, I'm going to go to break. I'll start a break. We're going uh, to have Mike Johnson here. Uh, before I go to break, I want to let you know about, you know, my good friends who just do uh, amazing stuff with my show. I love them very much. Um, they are great. They are great. I sound like I should be the president of a country. They are great. Uh, <laughs> they're huge. They're the best. They're great. They're gonna. They're gonna make mortgages great again. They're gonna bring it back home. I love China. All right. Support for the Taz Show comes directly from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. See, chances are you're confident when it comes to your work, your hobbies, your life, everything. So Rocket Mortgage gives you. Rocket Mortgage gives you that same level of confidence when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. So see, Rocket Mortgage, you can apply simply and understand fully so you can mortgage confidently. So to get started, I want you to do this, guys. Go to rocketmortgage.com slash Taz. That's rocketmortgage.com slash T-A-Z. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states. NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030, Rocket Mortgage. We love them. Uh, anyway, that's the dealio on that. Uh, go to break, outside of break. Mike Johnson, PW Inside Report, and we go to break right now. Bye. Yeah, St. Elsewhere Jones, we're back. St. Elsewhere Swagger Bitchy Jones. Yeah, cover your kids' ears, punks. Does that mean it's got to be a, uh, an E rating explicit because of that comment? No. Yeah. We'll get there. A little while, I'm going to talk about uh, the Kid Rock going in the Hall of Fame. I'll give you some thoughts on that. Right now, we're going to get into uh, shortly. We've got Mike Johnson right there on the rock and roll here. I don't know. Mike, are you there? I've got plays open. Don't be a jabroni, okay? Because I'll fire you right on the spot. All right, no problem. Come on. Just please do a good job. Okay. Now? Just, <laughs> just get out of this other shit and play is open! The PW Insider Report oh, with Mike Johnson. Okay, stop everything! Stop! Stop everything! Stop that! Stop it! Stop it, damn it! You hear me saying stop it?
Oh, oh no! I do you hear me? Stop! Well, I had my headphones on. I couldn't hear you. We have a guest on, and I don't want to disrespect him playing Saint Elsewhere music into his open. Three, two, one, go! And now the PW Insider Report with Mike Johnson. We give Mike ten minutes. He gives us everything we need to know in the world of pro wrestling. Hey, Mike! Thanks for joining the Taz Show. How are you? Can we play the "What's Happening" theme next week? Did you hear that song? <laughs> Did you hear that? I was put. I was. I was actually kind of soothing out. I was falling I asleep. Sorry, um, man. Mike, good sound, moment, Mike. You sound good. You got a new a new phone, new microphone. What do we got going on with Mike? Sounds actually like broadcast quality on the phone. I'm just on my headset that really? I usually use, except for when I'm on video because you're Look, talking through the webcam. We did something better here. I don't want to pull back the curtain, man. There's certain things I, I have my integrity on uh-huh. this side of the business. Uh-huh. I can't, you know, I can't reveal those secrets. Please, just, 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 please. Buddy is stupid. Uh, Mike, how's how's it going, buddy? Talk to me. What's going on, buddy? I'm I'm good. I'm watching the uh, the snow come down in front of my house and Fred and going to go outside and clean it up. How much you got there so far? Three inches. Uh, I, you know what? When I when I, I had to run some errands this morning, I went for a ride and uh, I saw two cars spin out already, and I oh. went, you know what? I'm going back home. Dangerous, yeah. No, I, uh, you know, I, I, I know you like you like crazy traffic. So yeah, I go because you, you, you're so ultra competitive. Oh, I do. You're I like know. I'm gonna beat all these I SOBs all the way it. home. Right. I know how you are, Especially so I'm sure you're snow, excited. It's a challenge, you know. It's great, and I, I just, I got, I got a new truck. I got a big, another four wheel drive truck. I got 22 inch tires on this thing, giant rims, and I just blast Led Zeppelin and curse everyone out in the snow. It's awesome. So, uh, yeah, people love me. <laughs> Should uh should be like like you know like when they go in the news they go in like the the big weather truck and they drive around with a satellite like, the on the top. Weather they should do that with you. Got like a satellite dish on my truck. That'd be awesome, actually. That's a good you you idea. tie the, you tie the moose to the back bumper. You know, it'd be awesome. Channel thirteen. That'd be my channel. There it is. Channel thirteen. There you go. <laughs> Excuse me. Got another three inches to play with here. Uh, well, that's your problem. All right, so my. <laughs> <laughs> That's your problem, Mike. I'm upset at me. Uh, so what's going on, buddy? What's going on? Toby, you got any, uh, you got any dirt in the news? What do you got? I had a lot of dirt. I put some stuff up yesterday. I had all sorts of stuff yesterday. Oh, a little less yesterday's news. I love this. It's great for my show. Oh, we got to make a little thing for that. Now here's Mike Johnson well, with the, yesterday's one the, news. One of the things yeah. I talk, one of the things that I wrote about um, is they're doing that show in Saudi Arabia on April 27th, right. uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble. They are really already they're already working on creative for that show, even though WrestleMania hasn't come yet. They are already uh, going well out of their way to try and make this a huge spectacle. They're going to try and do surprises. They're bringing back some talents from they're bringing back some talents who haven't been seen on TV That's lately. Cool. They're bringing That's big good. names over there. That's good. So uh, I gave uh, one talent away yesterday. If you guys want, I'll give it away here. People can just go to PW Insider. It's your choice, Chaz. Choose your own adventure. Uh, and begin uh they're going to be taking undertaker over there wow. uh, and we've also heard they have reached out to chris jericho uh for jericho to come over and work that show as well interesting so they're going they're pulling out all the stops they're going to probably get more talent coming in who did you announce yesterday uh well we had undertaker and jericho yesterday but i will give you a name i heard this morning that i have not announced anywhere oh um <laughs> all right <laughs> It's a long one. Just hang on. Get a sip of coffee, Mike. And we're out of time. Hey, thanks for joining us. And what do you got? A big show. They booked Big Show to go over to that show as well. A big show. Big show. They're pulling out all the stops. They're bringing a lot of big people in. you got to be tall to get over in WWE. So 
Jericho, that is true. Jericho unless you, might unless want to Rey Mysterio. Home. Yeah, or Jericho. Um, hey, Chris what? and I had that debate. Who's taller? I think I'm taller, Chris. I should have told him his face. I love him, but I think I'm taller. I think you did tell him. I think I, think I did tell him. I think we're actually the same height. To tell you the truth. You tried to tell him, but he was too low. He was ah. under your face. Hey, I can't crack jokes like that. Hey, Mike Johnson, <laughs> about that event in Saudi Arabia, is it, we, we all think from here that there's so much money over there. Is it a possibility that they can make a lot of money with this event? Like, Or that, that Saudi Arabia's put a lot of money into this? It's part of a 10-year deal that Vince McMahon and Triple H went over there to sign. Mm. Uh, my impression is they're getting paid to put on these shows. Wow. So, you Show know, shows. So I, I Show would assume shows, Mike, if they're bringing level. over all these big yeah. names and they're running they're running a pretty big building over mm. there, uh, you know, I, I would think the expenditures of just bringing over the crew and the, and the, and the, and the, and the roster is going to be pretty expensive. They've got to be making a huge chunk yeah, of change bro. in order to be able to turn this around and make it economically viable. As, they're canceling shows that were scheduled for the ooh, United States and Canada really? and pushing them back wow. in order to go do the show. And as you know, Mike, um, some people might not know what that's called. That's called a sold show. I know you know that, Mike. But So when you have a sold show, that basically means you're getting, like Mike just laid it out perfectly, you're getting a check, you're getting money just to put on a show. You don't have to worry about... The gate, you don't have to worry about concessions. You know, a lot of times when it's a sold show, what happens is the promoter, whoever's p- spending the money on a sold show, might say, okay, we're, we're going to give you whatever, $100 to put on a show. It's a bad number, but you get my drift. Here's 100 bucks. put on this big WWE event, but we're going to keep all the money from the gate, and we're going to keep all the money from the merch and the concession stand. So, Mike, I know you know what I'm talking about. So. I absolutely do. Yeah, I mean, a lot of companies uh, have done that over the years. WWE's done it. ECW used to do it. Uh, lots of companies, and you know, even independent companies. A lot of times, you see shows at like your high schools or your gyms, or your Catholic churches, and things like that. Usually, it's those uh, those events that have purchased the show, and they're trying to raise money for their organization or their school. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this, so one little, this one might be a little bigger than that. Yeah. Well, this is going to be a lot bigger. Yeah, this <laughs> is not, I, I would think so. This is not a church basement gym in Parsippany. You know what I mean? Uh, nothing against New Jersey, but uh, well, actually, no, everything against they, New Jersey. Yeah. And they've already teased mm-hmm. that they're going to play. They're going to air this on the network. So if it's going to be a network special, you know they're going to go all out with the production aspects. Well, that's great. Good for them. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. I mean, really. You know what? Good for them. I mean, really. You know, I I heard you uh, talking about the Roman Reigns stuff. But one thing you didn't talk about was Ronda Rousey was not there last night. I did not uh, because I do that in my my second segment. Go ahead, you could upcut me. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I did I did not talk about that. But go ahead, the floor is yours, Mike. Um, she's no longer advertised for any of the Raws until the uh, the Go Home Show in Atlanta. Now hold on, let me just stop you right there, right? Because I know you're right, but correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they just, and I know you reported it, and a lot of people reported it, say that she was going to be at a bunch of Raws like going forward? All of them. Well, I didn't say that. They announced it not even a week ago. Oh, don't get hot, Mike. I'm just trying to put you over. I'm not getting so, hot. I'm just clarifying I'm a little for the pissed listeners. off, i got to be honest. Um, you were just screaming at the poor guy over St. Elsewhere. Now you're accusing me of being pissed off? The poor guy across from me who played St. Elsewhere absolutely sucks. Yes. So he's lucky he's here. So let's just don't establish Dennis, Don't that. Dennis the guy. He's oh, all right. So you're right. Ronda Rousey. What happened, though? So she's not there. To, what's going on? She, she was not there. Uh, she was never backstage yesterday. Mm. No one seemed to know, but I heard from somebody today She's scheduled to be up in Stamford later this week. So I have a theory. 
because we did not see Triple H or Stephanie. Mm. My theory is perhaps they're sending her to the Northeast and they're going to go be they're going to be working on the match. Could be, but why, why I don't know that's you, a fact. Why, but why, it, why would they announce that she's going to be at all these Raws going up to the big show, the big one, and then she's not there like a week later? I don't know, that's but bad. perhaps they're not happy with where they are creatively with what they're putting together. Perhaps one hand didn't know what the other was doing and found out that they were incorrect. Mm. I mean, it's a big company, but mistakes do happen. So I know I, I don't know, but I you know they they're no longer advertising her for anything but Atlanta. Um, I, I had heard there was talk about having her appear at the the garden. You know, they're at the they're at Madison Square Garden this weekend. Right, right. Um, but you know, there hasn't been. Any, you would think if they're going to have Ronda Rousey there, they'd want to get the word out. So I'm not sure that that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you don't know. Who knows? Maybe she's a little bit ticked off the way her character's being handled. I know she's green and she's new, but she brings a plethora of star power and she brings a lot of mainstream media, which WWE loves and they need. Um, so they do need that, uh, mainstream media for sure. And she brings that. So even though she's green, she is a, a superstar. And maybe some people either get in her ear or say, look, they're using you wrong. Or maybe people like me coming out here screaming that they're using her wrong. Maybe that got to her. And she maybe said something like, yo, I'm not happy with this. That could be. That could be. It's possible. Certainly within the realm of possibility. Yeah, it could be. Um, because they have not. Uh, let, the last time we saw her on TV, it was okay. But that, that first impressions last, and those first two impressions of her by letting Stephanie get over on her was just dumb. So uh, just really pissed me off. Uh, what else you got, Mike? Well, I, you know, the number one thing I'm getting emails about is the ultimate deletion match. So uh, a lot of people seem to be very, very excited about it. But what we saw on Raw is they pretty much laid it out that, hey, you're going to see all these characters that you saw on, during the Broken Universe era of Matt Hardy in Impact. And you're going to see all the elements of the Ultimate Deletion. They had the boat. They had the, the Lake of Reincarnation. All the crazy statues were still there on the Hardy compound. Uh, you know, to me, it's going to be a pretty interesting experiment because they built that thing up so well last night. I looked at it and I went, "This thing has to be headlining Monday Night Raw next week." Mm, yeah, wow. like you would th like. I don't think it's going to just be like a three-minute segment, it, you know, like segment eight in the middle of the show. That thing was built up, and they spent so much time on that. Uh, even with Kurt Angle uh, saying to the referee Sean Bennett, "I'm sending you to the match" and things like that, I feel like that might even be the main event of Raw. I hope it is. I, I seriously hope it is. I mean, um, I really is. I, I really do. I mean, I. I mean, I'm not sure. Maybe you know, as we're talking about Matt Hardy with the Woken and all that stuff. As you reported and many know, unfortunately, Jeff Hardy uh, was arrested over a, a DUI, um, you know, in, in at his home there, his hometown in Concord. Um, what's any status update with him and WWE? Like, what's what's the story with that? Uh, WWE put out a statement saying that he was responsible for his own actions, actions which pretty right. much was the, you know, the kayfabe of don't blame us. Yeah, they washed he was, hands he screwed up and right. nothing to do with us. Right, of course. Um, he's he's got to go to court April sixteenth. Mm. Uh, his license has been revoked for thirty days. It's a preemptive measure, yeah. and uh, you know, it's allegedly he blew three times the legal limit. So oh, he obviously was out and and having a little bit too good of a time, and yeah. probably should have just taken an Uber. Man, I, I wish him nothing but the best. I love Jeff. I mean, I know him a long time, and he's a good guy. You know, and it just you know he's battled uh, from personal stuff and demons and stuff and uh, issues, and uh, you know he seemed like everything was going good, and now this little relapse. I can tell you, man, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's just got some some issues he got to work on. It sucks. And you know what I thought was odd, man. 
was, and I don't want to say over the top odd, I don't want to exaggerate, but when they did the Kid Rock uh, video from going to the Hall of Fame, they had one, I, I noticed like one still shot of with talent, with wrestlers, with Kid Rock, and one of them was the Hardys and somebody else, I don't remember who it was, but I just was, my face was stuck on Jeff Hardy was in the picture. And I was just surprised after this just happened and this fresh news about Jeff that they would put that in that video package of Kid Rock. You know what I mean? I just thought that was, maybe I'm overthinking it. You know, Seth, from a fan perspective, am I overthinking it? I think so. I think uh, they put the package together and it was pr- so brief. Anyway, the package kind of moved quickly that, that you know. I so, noticed it. But you're you're like, this is what you do. And this is, you know, you well, look at best. everything. You're the best. Yes. I'm the best. You're the best, Daddy. Mike, uh, I'm <laughs> the best, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, right, Mike? Probably the fonts. That's funny. Mike, did you notice this? I assume you noticed it. You're gonna say yes. I know. Anyway. I know. The, I noticed the photo, but you know what? It di- it didn't strike me the way that it struck you. Really? What struck? Yeah. Wow. You know what? Of all things, what struck me during that video package, I was like, "How are they not putting over the uh, the Attitude Era video they did to Lonely Road of Faith back in the Ooh. day? Because that was like one of I the greatest there. music videos ah. ever done for pro wrestling." I was there. I, I might have been in that some bitch. I was there. I'm I sure remember. you were. And that that video that they did, uh, and Kid Rock was great. I mean that, but that that video they did was definitely. That hit the nail on the head during that era because we were grinding. I mean, <laughs> I remember we were working hard. We were everywhere, and 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 I don't know that that video. A lot of us were into that when they did that because it was not just about the locker room, but it was is it was true. And the Kid Rock's song was perfect for it. So uh, you know, yeah, and they they kind of narrated almost the entire history of the company through that video too. It's awesome. I, I remember it now. You're saying if, for those that haven't watched it, go on the YouTube's and watch it. You know, it also. Go ahead. Uh, Mike, it's Mike's also, time, Seth. I'm, it's I'm Mike's sorry. time. All right, Seth, pardon you're me. Just a, you're just a producer. <laughs> sorry, just be Seth. Quiet, Seth. The other thing that the other thing I thought it was like I thought it was I, I was a little bummed they didn't kind of spotlight Joe C a little bit. Remember uh, Joe C? Of course, Kid I remember Joe C. Of course. Yeah, obviously, you know him. You know, huge him. wrestling yeah, fan. Yeah. Loved wrestling. He was Great always guy. at WWF. Yeah. He did stuff with WWF. He was always at ECW. Yep, yep. And I was like, man, I wish they. I, you know, I'm sure Kid Rock will, will mention him when he gets in, when he goes into the induction. I hope he does. But I was like, oh, I would have liked if they had just spotlighted Joe C a little bit, given how uh, how agree. important he was to Kid Rock's mythos during his highest point. He was, in his dude. I mean, he connection was, for those that don't know, Joe C was like the, a little guy. He was a little guy. I, I, I don't remember what exactly was wrong with him, but he had something wrong with him. But he was such a free spirit, funny guy. Uh, mean, but in a funny way, mean. Like he was just—he was a nasty son of a bitch when he wanted to be. He was a good guy. He used to come, like you said, when we were in Detroit. He'd come to anywhere in Michigan to ECW shows all the time, and he was a good guy. And he passed away you know, many years ago. So you're 2000. Yeah. yeah, that's what it was. Okay, I didn't know when he did, but uh, but yeah, I remember wow, Joe C. it seems like it was yesterday. I he know, it really away. does. Jeez. It's weird. I remember Joe C. Though for sure, he's a good guy. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm not surprised with the whole. Uh, uh, history um that i remember seeing behind the scenes of kid rock his music being blasted and i've talked about it here on the taz show being blasted on vince mcmahon's plane so many trips that i've been on coming back to the to new york um well we'd land in new york and drive to connecticut but well i would go up home but we'd land in new york and westchester usually anyway um and the, the just blaring on that jet Vince or Stephanie would put Kid Rock cocky, the album cocky on it. And I love I love Kid Rock. And it got to the point I ended up hating Kid Rock. Because <laughs> it was just played and they would sing and drink wine and party. And 
And I'd sit in the back with Michael Cole. I'm like, this must be nice to just be a multimillionaire and just just laugh your ass off and drink wine and sing Kid Rock songs like <laughs> on your jet. No, you know? yeah, you can do all that except not. You on work jet. for me, Cole. <laughs> Give me those peanuts, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't call him a bitch, but yeah. Uh, Hand me those cashews, Taz, you punk. <laughs> Thanks, Vince. <laughs> Don't put your hands in them. You're from Brooklyn. You never know where those things have been. But anyway, uh, <laughs> what else you got, Mike? Well, real quick, though. Okay, about, Seth's not done. Real so, quick about Yenta, Kid Rock. This guy, you're a Yenta. Well, all right, yeah, so don't, stop talking about my Judaism. Um, <laughs> no, watching that Kid Rock video, though, you realize how much he added to uh, Undertaker changing his character to American Badass. I mean, the song was called American Badass. It was re- you, know, you almost forget that Undertaker yeah. had those couple years where he completely changed his character, and that song was a big part of it. It's a huge part of it. Yeah. It was a huge part of it. You're right, though. Maybe, maybe they'll uh, they'll have him play. Maybe they'll have Taker play that persona when he or comes back to WrestleMania. Maybe Cena. Taker inducts him in the hall. Yeah, well, that'd be cool. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? And then uh, Kid Rock could play him out. You know, you never know what they you might never do. Know, right? That's a great idea, Mike. Though him coming out as American Badass because he laid out the yeah. Undertaker. Yeah, he laid it out last WrestleMania. He put the stuff down in the middle of the ring and walked out. He did. He did. Uh, you know, I don't personally. And, I, and I'm a big fan of Kid Rock's music and stuff like that. I, I just have to say, um, I know we're going to wrap up soon here. We got Mike on with us, but I don't think I don't. I'm not a big fan of the whole celebrity wing thing, um, uh, and I don't think he should be going to the Hall of Fame. That's just my opinion. Um, his music has been a big part of the WWE. I get it, and I agree. And I'm I am a personal fan on my iTunes. I have a plethora of Kid Rock songs. I'm a huge fan of Kid Rock. I am. But I just don't, and I'm not being a, a douche. I'm just being honest. I just, I'm not a fan of the celebrity thing. I think there are plenty of men and women out there, wrestlers or promoters, that deserve an opportunity to get one of those slots if you care about that 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 that, uh, that WWE Hall of Fame that deserve it more than a musician or an athlete, my opinion. So that's just one's opinion. Um, but uh, but anyway. Uh, Mike, what else you got? I gotta, I gotta get you off here. I got, you gotta be gone here. I, I'm done. All here. right, so I guess I just, I got some plugs. I guess I don't know. I guess so, Mike. Great. Uh, go ahead, plug away, big guy. All right, you can check out everything we have to offer at pwinsider.com. If you want to check it out ad free, you can do it three days free. One, two, three, free <laughs> at pwinsiderelite.com. You can follow me at Mike at Mike PW Insider on Twitter. And not to tease anything, I did hear something crazy right before I went on the air. Hold on. I'm going to be looking into hold it, on, and wait, if it's true, so I'll have a story up later today. To and if not, it. nothing happened. Wait, hold on. This is how you're hooking people to go subscribe on my show again. So what are you, what are you doing? Tell me what you're hooking. I'm, I'm, I, I heard something crazy right before, literally right before we went on the air. Are you going to break news here? Are you going to break news? If it's true, I don't know. Are you going to break news? Put a qualifier on Is it a spoiler? Uh, it might be a spoiler. Hmm. It, it, it is related to WWE. Okay, so it could one, technically be a spoiler. I have to do. see if it's true. Before first. you say anything else, this is what you're going to do. Um, okay. I think I see what you're talking about. Is the word VS involved versus? No. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like that. Uh, Does it sound like potato? No. Um, no. This is what we'll do. Uh, we will say spoiler alert. We will count to 10. And ta- down from 10, and for those that listen to the podcast... Oh, I'm not even teasing this, because I could be completely wrong. I just know I got a text right before, literally, right before we went on the air saying, did you hear about this? I'm not teasing anything. Oh, so this was a waste of time. You just did. <laughs> it's totally a waste of time. So now, in five minutes, you can go to PW Insider, and Mike used me to get people to go click clicks. Very genius of you, Mike. I love it. Who 
wants to walk with Elias. I mean, it's genius. It really is. I mean, you just All use right, well, me well, like thank a, you. Thank a, you for uh, crediting me for something I wasn't trying to do. Like I appreciate a wet that. rag. I mean, I, how, how do I know you don't have this info sitting in your phone for four hours and you're waiting to go to Taz show? Because if I did, I give it to you. Because if I didn't, you just yell at me over the next week. You never give me anything. You never give me any news. Nothing, dude. Stop. I just gave you a new verb. I, I accused you of denising him. Oh, don't say that ever again. Ooh. Um. All right, so I guess that's that, Mike. Thanks for coming on. All right, well, good moment or <laughs> something. I don't know. I mean, I guess, bro. I mean, like, I thought you were getting ready. I was getting to do a spoiler alert. I'm doing a countdown to 10. I'm doing those stuff and nothing happened. All right, well, I apologize for sucking. Yeah, well, it, not even a hint or something? No. I don't even want a hint because if I'm wrong, everyone's uh, going to be like, ah, Johnson sucks. It's 10 a.m. Eastern right now. By 10.03, this will be on PW Insider Point. I no, I guarantee you, you're incorrect on that one. It I might be 10.04. Because your integrity is on the line, sir. Ooh. It might be 10.04. I see. There you go. At least wait till 10.04. It's not that funny, sir. <laughs> then you're fired. Um, so that's that. So, Again? All right, Mike. Well, another great appearance by you on the Taz Show. And uh, thanks for all the news and info. You're the best for helping out. And thanks for lying about me. All right. <laughs> see you, Mike. All right, get him on. All right, bye-bye. Thank you, Mike. Take care. Is he gone? Uh, yeah. Okay, great. Ouch. <laughs> I think he's dead. I'm like the Bludgeon Brothers from Fastlane. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, Mike Johnson. <laughs> oh, excuse me. His head just whiplashed. Mike Johnson just got whiplash. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> excuse me. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what he was getting at, but it'll be on his website, I guarantee. It's just, we've got to, we got to figure out. I mean, I've got to get some legalese involved here with this. I don't know. we got to figure something out. But, uh, but anyway, that's the deal. So that's the Taz show. Before we wrap up, I want to say uh, I hope uh, Vader gets well here. He is undergoing heart surgery. And Big Van Vader, um, you know, tweeted about this uh, yesterday, yesterday evening. Um, and he said going, to, going in hospital in the morning for heart surgery. Heart surgery. Wish me luck. My doctor, uh, good night's rest. So uh, good luck to Van Vader. Uh, best to him. I hope he's, he's recovering well or doing okay or if his surgery happened or not yet. So yes, prayers, prayers with him. Hopefully he does okay. Wanted to just say that right now. And uh, thanks to Mike Johnson for coming on and uh, basically giving absolutely nothing to us. And uh, and basically, uh, Seth, I want to thank you uh, for being uh, the, the part of the, uh, the show. So uh, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, great. On that note, uh, we're out. Um, Thursday, uh, I'll be back here for a little Taz show. Maybe talk some NXT or some other stuff. Maybe this news that Mike has that he's sitting on from someone scoops it off to him and he's not telling us. So maybe we'll talk about that. I don't really know what's going to happen, to be honest with you. All right, I'm Taz. You're not. We thank you. Uh, and uh, make sure you uh, yeah, just get bigger. All right, talk to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Never feels the same cause we've been doing